0: You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, and you come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And if you would like to sign high-ticket clients, do it consistently, and feel good enough, then you are going to want to book a consult call with me for my six-month one-to-one coaching container, The Breakthrough Program. In this program, you are going to completely transform. You are going to learn how to deliver a simple business that will help you sign high ticket clients consistently. And you will do that by feeling worthy, feeling like the expert, overcoming past experiences and thoughts and beliefs that tell you that you're not good enough and actually creating the income and the impact that you want to make in this world. And it is possible to have a very profitable and amazing online business, but first you have to believe that it is possible for you. So we do that in one-to-one coaching. You can go and book a consult at the link in my show notes and we will see if it's a good fit. Again, this is a six-month coaching container and it is actually the only way that you can currently work with me up until Q4 where I I will be relaunching the Worthy Woman Method, which is my lifetime group container. But again, we're not doing that until the end of the year. So you're going to want to snatch up one of those one-to-one coaching spots. They are going quickly. And I can't wait to meet you and talk to you and help you grow your business. This is for coaches and service providers. And today's episode is punchy. It's punchy. I'm going to try to keep it as quick as possible because there really is not a ton to say about it. And that is that what you create, the reason why it doesn't feel good enough is because you yourself have thoughts of not being good enough. And this came to me while I was... (laughs) I was pretty high and I was writing my book. So you guys know, I think I've talked about it on the pod before, but I am writing a book about imposter syndrome. And when I smoke weed, I get a lot of really good ideas. But because my fucking ADHD, the ideas fly out of my head. Like I will have an idea and I'll be like, this is so good. And if I don't immediately write it down or speak it or do something about it, it will literally fly out of my head that's how it feels. So I'm like, furiously writing my book the other weekend. And I was talking about perfectionism, I think it was the chapter on perfectionism. And perfection only exists in the eye of the beholder. So you know how they say that quote, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But if you go into a museum, and you see all of the amazing art that is all over the walls, what is one thing that all of those things have in common? And I'm talking like every, every sculpture, every painting, everything. The one thing that they all have in common is somebody decided this is good enough to put into the world. And they did so. And if I'm going to trace that back to even something as simple as your Instagram feed, when I was starting out in my business, i would look at everybody else's feed and i would see like the colors they were using and the posts they were making. And it's almost like i was looking for permission to create posts in a certain way, like for example, how Simone Soul does like she screenshots just like things that she's written in her fucking iPhone notes app and she uploads those and it started to catch on because it was easy. And It's just like such a simple thing that she started doing and then everybody was like, oh, I can literally just screenshot my notes app and post it and that's good enough. And when you don't feel good enough, when your work doesn't feel good enough, when you at your core, you feel like nothing you do is worthy or good enough, then it makes sense that you are going to hem and haw and procrastinate and avoid creating work of your own. If we also tie this into your online business, so let's say you're a coach and you are having a really hard time developing like a methodology or a process, or you have a lot of resistance around creating stuff for your clients, it's because you have the thought of it's not going to be good enough. And I want you to do a little exercise and this is gonna be good for you scrollers. I want you to go and like look at either like your coach's portal or like somebody who's really big, like a Mel Robbins or something like that, and just look at all of the shit that they are talking about and that they're posting about. And dare I say that some of it is incredibly mediocre. And I don't say that in like a bitchy way, I say that in the way that the only reason why you are allowed to consume that is because that person decided I'm gonna put this out it's good enough and to me it could be something that's super mediocre to you it could be something that's fucking life-changing and I can already hear you guys thinking oh fuck what if I put something out that is mediocre but you're missing the point here The point is that people are going to have opinions about everything and their opinions are derived directly from their own experiences and what they know and what they think. Something that you put out that somebody could think, wow, that's super fucking mediocre could be absolutely life-changing to another one of your followers. But the thing is, is those people don't get to decide unless you put out what you're doing and what you're saying so I sounded so bitchy when I just said that some people post some really fucking mediocre shit but for example Mel Robbins just put out a book about high-fiving yourself in the mirror that concept is so simple and so mediocre that when I heard that I was like oh okay like that sounds really simple but I bet you that that book and those concepts have been absolutely life-changing for people so who am i to say oh well just because it's mediocre it shouldn't be put into the world when that is life-changing art to somebody and again if we go into the example with the museum something that's unappealing to me could be something that is so captivating to somebody else but we don't get to even make that determination somebody can't be moved by your work unless you actually put it out there now here's the caveat is sometimes you won't always know when somebody is moved i actually uploaded an instagram post the other day and somebody commented on it and said jill i just had a big fucking breakthrough from what this just said and i'm crying like i like i am just bawling my eyes out and That was amazing, and it's probably happened before, but somebody probably didn't comment on it. You know what I mean? With social media, we don't get that immediate validation or that immediate feedback, and we have to learn to be okay with it and learn to feel good enough for ourselves, and that is why this work that you guys are doing with me here on the podcast and what you would do with me on such a deeper level in one-to-one coaching is... That feeling of being good enough no matter what you put out or what you do and knowing that you are changing somebody's life and choosing to take the action instead and feel the fear instead and just do it anyways because that is what gets the eyes on you and that is what draws people to you, right? And I also write about this in my book book about imposter syndrome too but how good enough and perfect are not real barometers right like we think that good enough and perfect are actual standards that we're trying to meet but it's like we're trying to like reach the finish line but the finish line just gets farther and farther away no matter how close we think we're getting to it. And that's because again, perfection and good enough are not real places. They are actually things that we think and things that we feel. So what I mean by that is that when we decide this is good enough, I'm going to just put it out. This is absolutely perfect to me. I'm going to put it out we get to decide that there is no person or judge who can say this is good enough or this isn't perfect we get to be the deciders of that and this is so much easier when you believe in yourself this is so much easier when you know that anything that you do or you put out you are allowed to grow and change and your work is going to get way better over time like if you guys scrolled all the way fucking back like i think we're on episode like 129 or something if you were to scroll all the way back you would literally hear my podcast episodes that were so bad but I was willing to be bad I was willing and I also think about the fact that my podcast episodes probably weren't even that bad I just told myself oh my god this is terrible but I'm gonna just close my eyes and push it out anyways you know but I'm so glad that I did that because even if I thought it was bad, at least I was still doing it. And there's always room for us to improve and get better. And truthfully, like, I think you guys just need to learn how to settle for C minus work or B minus work, you know? And just put stuff out there. If it helps, you can tell yourself, I can fix this later if I need to. That always helps me, right? But because I don't know if it like, everybody who has ADHD has this but sometimes I can only do one draft of something because I hate going back and like looking at something and fixing it up I just like being able to put it out into the world and just do it um instead of having to change it or fix it up but before my perfectionism would really get in the way because I would be like, well, I'm putting it out. And this is the last time I'm going to look at it. This is the last time I'm going to do it before it goes out in the world. But now I just accept myself and love myself so much that I know that it doesn't matter what the fuck I put out there. I get better each and every day and this is going to change somebody's life no matter what so i want you guys to get to that place but if you need to take your time getting to that place learn how to be okay with b minus work and again if it helps tell yourself i can fix this later if i need to but from the knowing that you will always be getting better as time goes on, it's the same thing with like copywriting. If you own an online business and you are like, it's my messaging, my messaging is off, la la la. It's like you will always be working on your messaging. You will always be working on how to say things, how to word things. Just do it. Just do it now. Um, when I was coaching one of my Worthy Woman method clients the other day, I was saying, it sounds like you're on a timeline. And she was like, I am. (laughs) And I was like, you can't do this. If you're on a timeline, you can't continuously tell yourself we're on a timeline. If we don't sign a client by this date, if we don't do this by this date, then what's the point? Because you are always just going to be zeroed in on that timeline and nothing is ever going to be good enough. So also looking at like your content and what you're creating as compounding over time. And I've talked about this before, but your work is compound interest. You are compounding your work over time. That will eventually lead to a result that is going to be so beneficial for you. Just like this podcast, when somebody finds me and like, let's say they're like, "Okay, I want to like get to know Jill and what she's all about and about imposter syndrome," they can come and find my arsenal of work in this podcast, and they can binge all these podcasts, which I hear all the time. Is like, Jill, I binge the shit out of your podcast, and they can benefit from my body of work. But if I instead thought, well, I've uploaded 10 podcasts and nobody has inquired about my services, I guess this isn't working. That stems from a timeline that I think that I'm on, you know. So essentially, the lesson here today is that when you don't feel good enough, What you create will never feel good enough either. And if you are on your journey to worthiness, I want you to know that you can just start by putting things out, even if it's a little bit cringy. By putting things out, even if you're like, oh, what's the response gonna be about this if I say this? Or by putting things out that is just your B-minus work. Can you be okay with B-minus work? Even think about the actual Grading system and think that it makes so much sense why you feel uneasy about putting out work that you think is going to be judged by people in the online space, right? Because we all grew up in school systems that gave us grading systems. We all grew up waiting to know after we handed something in if it was good or if it was bad, right? But the real world doesn't actually function that way. Everything you do. Is good enough if you decide that it's good enough and again if you don't allow somebody to see your work then they're not going to be able to determine if it can change their life or not and if you are an online coach if you are a service provider you don't get to decide that you don't get to continuously tell yourself this isn't good enough let somebody else be the judge of that and guess what you probably will never actually know what they think but just as somebody can't judge your work unless you actually put it out there somebody can't be moved by your work unless you put it out there and just a small aside too is like if you're struggling with inspiration or creativity so you find yourself not purposely copying others i just want you to know that everything has already been said before and everything has already been created before and it's okay if you're unintentionally doing that just know that it's stemming from a deeper issue it's stemming from i don't feel good enough so i'm looking at this person who seems to have it all together who seems to know what they're doing who seems to be signing clients or doing whatever i want to do it makes sense as to why you're going to see that and feel safe in creating content that is similar to that person because it looks like what they're doing is working so first of all, you don't even actually know if what they're doing is working. I remember looking at somebody's Instagram, like back when I was like really struggling, couldn't sign any clients. and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I saw this person's page and we had very similar niches and this person like, oh my God, they had such good branding and they had a lot of likes on their photos and they had the followers and all this other stuff. And this person reached out to me and asked me a question. And I was like, Oh, my God, I completely thought that this person had it all together. And they're looking at me thinking the exact same thing. Nobody actually knows the behind the scenes. Okay, so that's one. And two, just notice if you're doing that. And don't shame yourself. Just come back to oh, I know this is because I just don't feel good enough. Like how can I get inspired by them, but make it into my own, create it into my own. And eventually you will be able to find your own voice and your own style, but also realizing that that is a nurturing process. It's the same thing with accepting yourself. It's the same thing with feeling good enough and feeling worthy. It is a nurturing process. It's not something that will happen overnight. This is not an example of you're good enough or you're not you are always good enough when it comes to art because your art is yours and yes if you are a coach if you are a service provider whatever you do your work is art because it is helping somebody it's moving somebody it is changing their life even if it's just in the smallest way okay my love so I hope you loved this episode. Again, I was like, this is gonna be quick and punchy and it's fucking 20 minutes. But again, if you are looking to feel good enough and worthy and sign those high ticket clients and you are gonna wanna go to the link in my show notes and book a consultation call for one-to-one coaching. I just had one of my longtime clients, she completely switched her niche and she was only maybe promoting it and talking about it for about a month or two months even. And she signed a her highest ticket client a four figure client for a four month coaching container. And I was just so fucking proud of her. Because even though she is so smart and so experienced, Um, She still had those thoughts of is online business going to work. Am I good enough? Is coaching going to work? She had a lot of drama, but we just kept on it. We did the work and she signed that fucking four figure client. I'm so proud of her. So if you want to sign high ticket clients, if you want to overcome imposter syndrome and build your online business consistently and in a way that feels good to you you're going to want to go to the link in my show notes and book a consultation call for six months of one-to-one coaching i'll see you guys next week bye Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free 3-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.